Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven.
here. We are here. We are live. It's Monday, June 5th, 2017. I'm Chris Kelly. And I'm Lillian. Lillian. (laughs) Lillian. How are you, Chris? Good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm okay. What's going on with this weather, man? It's like uh, June 5th should be summertime, I believe, right? I know. We can't catch a break, can we? And uh, we we broke 90 once this year, I think, so far, and that was a couple weeks ago. I know, and rain tomorrow, it looks like, too. If it rain, rain, go away. We don't want you here. Nope. Nope. How's your week been? <laughs> My week, uh, well, you know, it just started, but, you know, last week, um, you know, it was okay here and there. You know, I had a couple things going on today, but, um, you know, sometimes things happen for a reason. So, uh, you know, all is, all is okay. How about you? Not bad. Working like the like the working guy that I am, doing what I think to pay the bills, do those things, and then uh, and then have some fun when I can. So uh, mm-hmm. then and see my little girls. I give them two lollipops before I uh, came to do the show tonight. They're ec- ecstatic. <laughs> those little dumb dumb lollipops. Mhm. Uh, they like them, huh? Yeah, you know I keep a jar of them in my office, so every now that I FaceTime them and show them uh, what's in there, and their eyes get all big. <laughs> right, right. So which ones do you want? So they get all excited for that. Uh-huh. To be that young again, three and five, man, that would. Can you imagine that? No, <laughs> I don't think I'd want to be that age right now. <laughs> I, I don't Although, mind being that age. Everything in between. Right, the, but the I was just about again. to say life is a whole lot simpler at that age, right? <laughs> That's pe- right. Pe- people uh, taking care of you, and um, you know. At your beck and call, catering to you, right? That's the life That's of right. a little kid. <laughs> well, speaking of which, um, mm-hmm. I did a quick live video before tonight's uh, episode of this okay. uh, radio program. And earlier this week, a friend of mine um, from third grade, uh, Danny Smith, posted mm-hmm. our third grade picture um, from school. Oh, boy. And was reconnected with our third grade teacher. And she just commented on the, uh, on the live video. She did. Mar- <laughs> Marlene Canio, Mrs. Canio. How are you, Mrs. Canio, if you're listening? <laughs> Super cool. Oh, to go back to third grade again. How great would that be, you know? Uh, if I had to choose a grade, it would probably be like seventh, eighth grade, I would uh, say. Why not, is not, Well, because, I mean, three, four, how much you don't really remember much. At least I don't. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. remember much from that age. Mm-hmm. No, seventh, eighth grade, maybe even, you know, sixth and fifth, certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I remember that being a pretty good time, you know, and uh, that's when you, like, make more of your friends, your little groups, of, like your cliques, you know, you, you know, you just establish friendships more at that age. When you're little, what was, I... Yeah. What was your grade school? I went to St. Catherine of Siena in Northeast Philly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. St. Catherine, St. Cat's. Yes, I went to Catholic school throughout, up until high school. I went to uh, Bywood Elementary. Shout out to Bywood. Anybody mm-hmm. listening? Um, then eventually, it's, um, then I went to Beverly Hills Middle School, which is actually in Delaware County, and not Beverly Hills, uh, Ella, <laughs> California. Uh, California, right? Um, and then uh, I went to St. Alice in Upper Darby in seventh mm-hmm. grade, and then. Went to Monsignor Bonner um, for high school. For high school. Mm-hmm. But I, I, 
I used to be so angry that my parents switched me from public to Catholic school, but in oh, the yeah? long run, it was kind of great because I had just increased my friendships, you know. And to this okay. day, I have a lot of good friendships from both, you know, from the public school and, and Catholic school. And, uh, you know, and then our experiences on our show, TV back in the day. We have a lot of lifelong friends I think we're blessed to have. It's, uh, it's kind of cool. Yeah. And do you keep in touch with a lot of your grade school friends? Not high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you everybody. Do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris Kelly, Chris, Chris Kelly Nation in my world. So. Yeah. <laughs> 10 that's... degrees of Chris Kelly. <laughs> you always meet somebody who knows me somewhere. You know, I'm, I'm friends, friendly with a, a handful of people from grade school also, mm-hmm. you know, through Facebook yeah. and um, other social media outlets. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you do, would you, you know, say your best or closest friend, if you had to rank them, would, would be from your high school years or from your grade school years? Neither. <laughs> no, no, neither. You know what? I have a couple friends that I was um, close to. And then, you know, as you get older, you mm-hmm. you grow apart. You know, life life puts us in different directions. Mm-hmm. But um, we do remember that friendship. You know, like to say that I'm, I still talk to or see on a regular basis someone from grade school, no. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's still that um that background with me and uh, one friend that comes to mind, a girlfriend from grade school, you know, we lived around the corner from each other. Uh, we would push baby dolls and strollers around the corner and sleep over each other's house. <laughs> We're friends on Facebook and we keep meaning to get together, you know, to reconnect and catch up through all these years. Um, so I, her, I, yes, of course I remember there's a particular friend from high school that, you know, again, my, my, close friends were not from my actual high school. You know, they, they were at the studio. Oh yeah. So, um, that was my high school, you know, uh, my was. after school, it was my high school, my after school activity, my sport. <laughs> it was our home and school away from home and school. That's what it was. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I, um, a lot of my friendships developed in those years that, wow, even to this day, right. Mm-hmm. As we talked about before. So, but yes, there's a handful, and you know, later on in life, uh, marriage and everything, you make friends, and and you know, you, those are your friends as an adult. Um, yeah, I never, I I know some people. Wow, they have like such strong friendships from high school and grade school. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really didn't have time, but I mean, there were some friends that, yes, that I was close to out of everyone else. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, we are friends on Facebook and, you know, the occasional message here and there, how are you? And, and so on. So. Well, shout out to my third grade teacher, Miss Canio. For yeah. I'm excited you wrote it and I'm glad that we reconnected. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad with all my friends from grade school from third grade that uh, we connected with over that, that picture this week. It's a great picture. Check it out on my Facebook page. I'm sure it's posted on there. Mm-hmm. See if you can pick out Chris Kelly. <laughs> Before my cool dance moves, right? That's on your page. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Scroll down, love it. You should find it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, there were two birthdays this week I wanted to, to mention, and one of them because you mentioned the show was uh, okay. the creator of the show, Michael Nice. Right. Um, he had a birthday this week. I think he is uh, seventy-four, I believe. Wow! Happy birthday, uh, Mike. Happy belated birthday again. Hope it lasts all week. And also our good friend, Paul Tucker, uh, our, my business partner uh, here at Four Lion Productions. Wow. Oh, I'm, I totally mm-hmm. missed that. Well, happy birthday, Paul. Wishing mm-hmm. you the best. June 2nd. Happy birthday, mm-hmm. Paul, for listening. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, lots of love to go around. And anybody this week who's listening who had a birthday this week, happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> what's going on in the news? Anything exciting you saw? Um, well, today um, I haven't really gotten to that yet. I I think I kind of want to talk about like what's been going on and work our way up to sure. today's news. But um, sure. I guess I guess as far as far back as I'd like to go, and I think would be appropriate to start the. Our program off on uh, is about the terror attack last week in London sure. that happened, mm-hmm. you know, at the uh, Ariana Grande concert, you know, where mm-hmm. 22 young lives were lost um, in, in such a senseless and, you know, again, crazy world that we live in. Sure. And, uh, um, you know, I'm, it's heartbreaking to me. You know, because it's at that age, you know, I remember going to concerts and now my children are going to concerts and it's scary that you can't even go and enjoy yourself and not, you know, worry for your kids. You worry about them regardless, but then when they go out, you worry more. And then now in the, the day and age that we live in, you have to worry even that much more because you just never know. Mm hmm. Yeah, um, I, I mean, it's scary. It's really scary, and it's so sad, and my heart breaks for those families. Um, I I just can't imagine losing a child ever. I mean, uh, you know, that's just to me. And we, I think we've talked about this and different things that have happened yeah. over the several, last several months. And, um, and unfortunately, it happened again, and um, I'm just so sorry. For you know, for anyone that lost their life and the family's heartbreak over all this. So, all right. um, um, and then there was a more attacks in London again last night. Was yeah, last night on the bridge, before? right? It was on yeah. the bridge. Was that last night or the night before? Well, last night or the night before. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't think it was last night, but it was. Uh, it's yeah, just the, on, the, on the bridge, London Bridge. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been there. I've walked over it. Um, I couldn't imagine something. Oh no, that. I haven't. Um, yeah, so I'm um, I'm not sure how many lives were. Seven, I think seven lost mm-hmm. their lives. Oh, and the van just rammed into the sidewalk into people. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's a terror attack also, it's being uh, said, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. They um, made a couple of rest that I heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, that's good. You know, I, I hope they keep catching them. But unfortunately, uh, the, the craziness that's going on, you know, there's always going to be more. It's like, how do you, you know, I just, I gotta leave it in God's hands and just hope that you know this comes to some kind of there, there's a solution of some sort. How to handle all this and control it all? Because mm-hmm. it's it's just you know it's senseless. It's uh it's horrible. Um, everybody wherever you you are, you gotta be vigilant anymore because it's just uh, like I said, I, I've lost a relative in the attacks on 9/11. I'll never get over that. Um, mm-hmm. Something we never expected, you know. So, and I. I work with people in the Netherlands and overseas where they've been taxed in Germany and near their those areas, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just horrible. So You're not safe anywhere. You're not no. safe anywhere. Be vigilant. If you see anything, report it. Don't 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 hesitate. I mean, you're not going to look like a fool. Saving lives is, uh, you know, something that should be a top priority for all of us. Um, looking out for each other because this uh, this world is too crazy anymore. I don't I don't get it. Um, senseless, senseless, and and Ariana Grande. And this is enrages me, like you said. Just, these are kids there, children. Yes, and you know, I 
I know she's had her share of things that she said about the United States and she's gotten a lot of heat for that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think it's wonderful that just yesterday she was able to raise $13 million for this concert that she, wow. you know, performed and had other stars performing and, mm-hmm. um, to donate to the families um, of the funerals that she was covering, I read. Mm-hmm. She's covering all the expenses for all the victims. Mm-hmm. But this is to raise money for the future of these families so they don't have, have to worry. So um, props to her for that. And yeah. I think it uh, was a, a, a wonderful thing she did. That I know. Cool. Yeah. I don't care who yeah. you are. That, that hits home, especially, you mm-hmm. know, for her performing and this happening at her concert. Sure. You know, um, I'm. I can't imagine. Props but, to uh, and a lot of applause to. Uh, our absolutely, thirteen million. I mean, that's 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 a lot of money for them, and unfortunately, it's a bad way to get that money and a sad way to get that money. You know, but they deserve it after everything, um, regardless. So. Continued prayers. Continued prayers. Mm-hmm. Um. So who was at that concert? Who who performed it? I saw a couple names. Uh, Coldplay was there. Katy Perry, Justin mm-hmm. Bieber. Wow. Um, Niall Horan from um, what is that boys group that broke up? Oh, One Direction. Niall Horan from okay. One Direction. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a couple, one or two, couple, couple more people. I honestly don't have it in front of me, but they're the ones that I've seen. You know the uh, clips of their performances, so mm-hmm. um, it was good. I mean, with the clips that I seen were very good, and it was very low key, uh, the yeah. concert. You know, as it should have been. So I mm-hmm. thought it was done in pretty good taste under the circumstances that you know they had to mm-hmm. do that. Mhm. Good job, guys. Good job. Yeah, I thought it was done well. Well, what else is going on in this, this crazy world anymore <laughs> that we live in? Well, let's see. I had the entertainment news up. What did I see? Um, Wonder Woman came back this weekend in the movie theaters, and I heard it's a huge. Smash. I did hear that. I hear yeah. that. I hear that. Are you are you on? You know, is that something on your to do list? Oh yeah. See that? I mean, I have to say, as a kid in the seventies and eighties, I mean, if you were a guy, you always had a crush. You know, I know of I had course. a crush on Wonder Woman. Linda I had Carter. a crush on Wonder Woman. I wanted to be Wonder Woman. <laughs> I wanted Wonder to be Woman Wonder Rock. Woman, you know. What did they do? They put they she puts her arm like her hands over the other hand and and puts it up. Yeah. Yeah. Some so. Magic, yeah, I cool. mean, I've done that a few times in my lifetime. Okay. <laughs> as as a kid, let me just let me just say, as a kid, watching that show. Yeah, I thought um, I was Wonder Woman. But I've been excited to see this. I mean, I watched. Um, Sure, we'll talk about it more when George Rother's online, the movie guy, twenty four seven. Mm-hmm. So I'm watched, watched, he, he's supposed to see it, right? I'm sure yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. I know uh, when I watched uh, Batman vs Superman the last installment, um, they introduced us to, to Wonder Woman, who was going to be playing her, and I was ecstatic because she just was so cool. She was seemed perfect for the role. If you look at the story, the history of it, and um, she hit it out of the park. Apparently, at the movie theaters this week, it's breaking records. So it's definitely. I recommend. I recommend to you, Lillian, <laughs> checking out a movie. Um, and uh, this is the one to check it out. Lillian doesn't watch as many movies. I think she would, but she doesn't. I, know I don't. I told you, I don't. I don't mm-hmm. watch TV really. I really don't. Unless By my the way, son is here. So I said, okay, I'm using that new mic again. I think you sound pretty clear. Um, let's ask uh, Bay over there. Bay, does uh, Chris sound pretty good? 
What do you think? Yeah. So you give a thumbs up. Nice. Did, okay. No, I think, yeah, yeah, there you go. That's All right. Me. I think, that's you. Okay. Well, if I sound okay, it's saying. I, th- I think uh, I know what Bay's looking for, if I'm I, correct. I'm sure of it, too. I think he's looking for that, and then he's going to respond. All right. Well, if everybody's listening, and I sound clear, more clear than I have in the past. Um, I'd like to give props out to Pop Voice um, phone speakers for, uh, for your iPhone, iPad, cell phones. Uh, mm-hmm. Bought that on Amazon. So props to Pop Voice. Thank you. Okay. Check it what, out. What else is going on? Let's see. Bill Cosby went to court today. I don't get into that, but it looks like he's got some bad accusations to fight against, you know. Looks that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Speaking of somebody, he was had a hit in the I mean, he's always been all the hits he had since the '60s and on up, you know. Um, but in the '80s, everybody knew him for uh, the Cosby Show. But uh, he's got a long history way before then, and, and these accusations are coming from back then too. So mm-hmm. nobody's judged until proven guilty. But uh, he's got a tough case, it looks like. So. He does have a tough case against him, and uh, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, not much going on in the entertainment, you know, other than that concert yesterday. Um, nothing that really stands out. It's, I'm trying to think in the entertainment. I, I did see something in the new entertainment news about a, a cop um, who stole the show at the Manchester show. Um, a cop? Said, oh, really? It said, let me read the article real quick. Okay. Uh, from People.com, dancing cop who stole the show at the Manchester One Love Concert speaks. We do care about what we do. Um, let me read the, the top line and see what the story sure. is on this. It looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Policeman Paul Taylor unwittingly became one of the breakout stars of Sunday's Ariana Grande-led One Love Manchester Benefit concert when he was filmed linking arms and dancing with a group of I men. saw that. I wasn't sure if that was the cop you were talking about. Mm-hmm. I did see that. Mm-hmm. The police constable, whose presence on duty reassured concertgoers following two recent terror attacks in England, described to People magazine how the moment came about. He said, I was approached by these two girls. Mm-hmm. I think they were sisters, about seven or eight years old. They asked for a photograph, which I was more than happy to do, he says. Then it was a case of them saying, now you're going to dance with us. <laughs> okay. You can't say no. I was more than happy, he said. Mm-hmm. Um, the 50-year-old father of two ads, I didn't realize anything would come out of it and wasn't aware that it had been filmed. So I'm looking at it right now. So if you check that out, um, type in dance who dance pop pop. danced at the uh, One Love concert in Manchester. You'll see it. It's actually really cool. Um, yeah, I did see a, a little clip. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's exactly the one I saw. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, good for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for him. I like that story. It's good to have a good story every now and then, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it's always um, nice to hear something positive. What else is going on here? Oh, um, not 80s related, but I there's a show I watched that um, ended last night, a series. I think What's watches that? The Lef- everybody watches The Leftovers um, on HBO. Uh, the series finale was last night. Um, if anybody has any comments, feel free to call in and talk about it because we talk about everything 80s and more here. Yeah. And uh, this is something that's, that's big. Um, it was in the third season, though. Apparently, the the premise was at some point there was an earthquake or, you know, the world shook and it was a major event happened. And um, 
like 20% of the population disappeared. Oh, wow. So the, the last three seasons, people have been just trying to deal with it and find out what happened. Like a mom was shopping, and next thing you know, her baby's missing out of her car. Okay. Um, one of the primary actors went home, her son and her, her children were, were gone, and she was trying to deal with that. And almost like lost, everybody's trying to figure out what's going on in the last three seasons. Like, what is this? Are they all dead? You know, are they in some other universe? And um, I wrapped up the last series. I don't, I don't want to give it away, but um, they don't answer all the questions, but they do touch on a very human emotion at the end, um, which is not something I saw coming. So they twisted it a little bit, but I, I'll give them an okay with it, but I still have lots of questions. I wish they would answer one day. <laughs> Hmm. But uh, if anybody didn't see the Leftovers series recap and you didn't know if, uh, that, that it was last night, uh, check it out on HBO. Um, HBO, okay. Grayson's good, good show. So uh, Jennifer Aniston's husband, that Justin Thoreau, was the star of that. And uh, okay. I hadn't seen him anything before this, so but I did a very great job. I, I, I'm a fan. Good good job, brother. Good job. Oh, there you go. That, so that's what you did last night. You mm-hmm. caught up on that? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had to, mm-hmm. it was almost an hour. I think it was an hour. It was 79 minutes, so it's an hour and 19 minutes, right? Okay. All right. Is that a show that comes on weekly? or? Yeah, it came on weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually uh, they do once a week and then just half the year, right? Then you have to wait a whole God. year for the new show. I can't stand that. J-Lo's <laughs> uh, other show, uh, we talked about this last time, I think uh, Shades of Blue uh, on right. ABC. I think, I think it's ABC or NBC. I can't remember, but... Um, it was a great finale, season finale, that is, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And mm-hmm. at the end of it, they said, see you next year. <laughs> so you I have know. over six months now to wait to see what happens. That I know, but they got to make the shows. It takes time, you know? Yeah. Well, well J-Lo is so busy. I mean, she has a new dance That show too. Out, right? I know. Well, I think it started, it, and it looks pretty cool. I think I there's only been that. one or two shows on so far, mm-hmm. and um, it looks good. Hot. I like it. I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, check it out. I think you and I can still kick it out. Our old dancing. Can you still dance when you need to? Um, I haven't seen a dance floor in I don't know how long. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure I'm rusty, but I don't know. I think it would kick in pretty quickly. I think I would be okay. I thought about, and maybe we'll do this one of our future episodes. I'll say it now, guys. Um, doing uh, dancing. Mm-hmm. Like the way we used to dance back in the 80s uh, on the green screen and reversing it so that you can't see us, just our bodies moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we still got the moves without the embarrassment. That okay, seems so. pretty cool. It'd be cool if mm-hmm. we still have the cool moves. So stay tuned for that. Chris, I think once you do your moves, it, it yeah, I think totally pull that off still. <laughs> you won't have a problem. They kick in from time to time. I guess they'll do the Chris Kelly. Can you do the Chris Kelly? I, ne- do I don't Kelly? think I've, I've ever tried the Chris Kelly, but I don't think it's hard to, you know, uh-huh. it won't be hard to do. Check it out, guys. We should have a Chris Kelly competition. <laughs> um, for Lillian, I could, I, somewhere there's a tape on the official dance party page of my uh, my youngest sister, Beth, coming on. And, uh, you know what? And, I, and she you nailed know, you. She, did she you really did. And I You're remember like that. I remember that like it was yesterday, and I, blo- I think I either blocked a lot of my past out, or I just choose to forget it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever the reason, I do remember that day, and I remember sitting there watching her and being in complete 
awe of how cute she was <laughs> and um, how how she nailed it. I thought it was great. So, um, good moment. What's the number of people want to call in tonight? Do you want to give it out? Sure. The number to call is 718-508-9883. Call in, guys. Tell us what you remember uh, from the summer of 1987 or anything in the 80s, or if you just want to share something with Lily and I, uh, give us a call. Yeah, give us a Did you call. watch the leftovers? I want to know. <laughs> what were your thoughts? I can't even say anything about that because I don't watch it. What is the last series that you watched on television? Do you remember? Really, Chris, you're going to ask me this. Yeah, i got to put you on the spot. We're going to get you back into uh, watching some TV again. What is the last one you watched? Don't tell me Laverne and Shirley. That's too long ago. Oh, gee, that's funny. <laughs> no, it's not Laverne. <laughs> okay, so the actual series that I, I remember watching, and you're going to laugh because it's been off a couple years, and I was so into it was True Blood on HBO, the vampire show. Yeah, I love True Blood. I love True Blood. But, like, since then, to say Mm -hmm. I sat there and watched a series or every week I tuned in, I honestly can't remember, Chris, because I don't watch TV. News I get on my computer or my phone, um, anything I want to search, obviously, is accessible to me on there. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just... uh, I really don't want to get into anything, and I, I like as far as like a show. I don't know why. It's just you know, once you stop doing something for so long, you really don't right. think you're missing anything. And right. I'm sure there's a lot of great shows out there, and I hear people talking about Game of Thrones. And do you watch mm-hmm. that, by the way? Uh, I, believe it or not, people are get on me for this. I uh, I love science fiction stuff like that, and uh, dragons and all types of things like that. And I I have not I not I have not watched the series i have to i've watched the first two episodes and i hear there's part of the toughest to get before the action starts i just haven't found a time to get into it um mm-hmm. but i've watched highlighted shows over the last year or two but um i should because a new series uh season starts in july but okay this is gonna be like the seventh season season i think have mm-hmm. you watched it Are you a fan? no i i have not i don't i just yeah i just don't watch it uh, but i heard it's really good I see it pop up on my, uh, you know, my news feed about people watching it and how good it is. My daughter, um, you know, she has her favorite shows too, and she'll sit there and watch. And I, I just don't. I can't, I can't give you a logical explanation for it. I just don't. Well, I think um, when the gold, when we start doing our videos again, maybe we should add something in on the show. I'm thinking there's a there's a show on Netflix, Stranger Things, okay. that's based in the '80s. And, of course, the Goldbergs, and we know Adam Goldberg was a fan of Dancing on Air and Dance Party, the shows that we were on. Okay. Um, maybe we should, start, we should start adding in some recaps of uh, the latest episodes and see if we get some of them to call in. Um, okay. That would be kind of cool. Maybe the top five shows that are out there right now? Well, 80s, 80s, 80s. Oh, you're talking 80s. Okay, yeah, yeah we yeah, should. Okay. Are 80s based. If there's more than those two 80s shows, let us know. If we're missing one, uh, give us a heads up, Lily, and I want to check it out. So. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Absolutely. So we're going to take a quick break. Go to All right. Um, when we come back, Lily and I will be talking about TV, music, pop culture from the summer of summer of 1987. Um, but 1987 in general doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If you have any comments or anything you want to contribute about your memories from that year, was it your junior prom, your high school, your sop op, 
um, what you're wearing. We want to hear about it. So give us a call, 718-508-9883. What's that number again, Lil? 718-508-9883. Stay with us. We'll be back in three minutes. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more, only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things, gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a better phone in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the loss. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to TeddyScares.com. And be sure to become our friends at Facebook.com slash Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. Hey. Hey. <laughs> it's... um. Monday night, June 5th, 2017, mm-hmm. and you're talking to Chris Kelly and Lillian Narodowski from 80. We're live. We're live, right? You're live on Totally Driven Radio. There you um, go. We have a couple calls, it seems, Chris. 
I know. We're just about ready to get into uh, the summer of eighty-seven. Yeah, memories from the summer of nineteen eighty-seven. But it sounds like the, the the phones are getting packed up. Do you want to take a call or two? Sure. Okay. Um, give us eight five six number, Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Caller, are you there? Yes. Is this uh, Chris and Lillian? It is. It Who is. is this? Well, I'll tell you in a second or two, but I just want you to know I used to love watching the two of you. <laughs> who the heck is this? Well, we, well, well, I think I know who this is. And, you uh, do? <laughs> listen a little bit more, though. Okay. Caller, can you give us a few hints? <laughs> okay. All right, I'll give you I'll give you one hint. I'll give you a couple hints if you want them. Um, I can even sing the Dancing on Air theme song. Oh, you sound like a fan. <laughs> I know. He's much more than a fan. I can tell you that. He, he is, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, wait a second. This voice kind of sounds familiar, but I don't want to say until I'm absolutely sure. So give me another hint. So uh, I'll tell you this. Go ahead, go wait, let, call. let the caller. Let the caller yeah, give sure, sure. No, I want to hear what, what Chris says. <laughs> All right, Chris, you got the floor. <laughs> I would say um, another hint is is dancing on air and dance party. You would say couldn't have existed without this person. Uh, oh I, my I, goodness! It's Michael Knight. Yeah, you wow. got me, guys. <laughs> wow! What a surprise! Oh, you know, I was listening to you before we went to the break, mm-hmm. and you guys are wonderful. Oh, well, thank, oh, thank you. you. Coming you sound, you, we you appreciate s- that. Well, I'm, I only tell the truth. It's not, I'm not my, meaning to compliment. I only tell the truth on oh, what I'm okay. feeling. And, uh, well, you know, you. you know, your voices are terrific. You know, the voices are made for radio, but the looks that you two guys have are made for television. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. I appreciate that. We wished you, I don't know if you heard it. We wished you a, a happy belated birthday. Just, we were well. just ta- we just mentioned <laughs> you in the beginning. Yes. Oh, I, I missed that. I didn't birthday. even I didn't even know you were on until Anita called me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know oh, you well, called me you, earlier. Anita. Yeah, yes. I know you called me earlier, but I was getting ready for this, Mike, so I wasn't able to call you back. So I'm I'm glad that you did call because we keep saying we want to have you call in one day and uh, be one of our guests for the show. So I'm excited. Oh, I, I would love, I would love that. I would love to see the both of you too. I'm, I'm so happy. You, you don't know how happy I am right now. You Aww, know, you, you, well, thank you. Thank you for calling. I mean, I mean for so the, for your for your listeners, these are mm-hmm. two wonderful people, and as you know, the show is almost like a family. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to know, I, I I'm like a proud papa right now. Aww. Well, we thank are proud you. that you are proud, Papa. Papa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what did you do for your birthday? Can you tell us what you did for your birthday? Well, yeah, I had the best night on my birthday last night. Although my birthday was the first of June, mm-hmm. um, you know. But I had a wonderful time last night, and it was the best birthday party I've had. And May was probably the only birthday party I've had since I was six. Wow. Which is many, 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 many many years ago. Yeah. And and somebody said I was there 
um, and somebody asked you, did, did they ever do it on the show? And um, I don't think we ever did say happy birthday to you on a show because um, I guess because you were leading it, nobody wanted to change the format to surprise you. you know I mean? Well, no, they, 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 the, surprise, the surprise that I got was a tradition that started uh, with Bill O'Brien. And, you know, I, I, I was totally unexpecting that, too. But, uh, you know, the old routine about pies in the face? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lillian, were you there when that happened? Um, I think I was. Yeah, I think I was. Mm -hmm. Should I should I blame you and Bill O'Brien both? (laughs) Me? I'm teasing you, honey. Oh, oh, oh. Um, So, Mike, are you up for a couple questions from us? Sure, sure. But I wanted I wanted to ask. I have a question. I want to say one thing to Chris because I've been trying to reach him all day. And oh, I thank you for, for coming last night and being such a wonderful part of it and the oh, kindness nice. that you showed to us. So I was just really overwhelmed. I, I had no idea this was going to happen. It was a surprise birthday party. No, oh, that's there. nice. That's nice. Well, I'm glad you had a nice time. Now, the I'm other thing, you mentioned you mentioned your daughter, Lillian. Yes. Tell me about her. I don't know too much about her. Oh, my daughter, and I have yep. a son also. I have a son. Oh, my God. I do. I have two children. Gee, uh, how my, old are my they? Da- my daughter is going to be 20 this month, and my son what? is... Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute. Let, let me, let, 20? Yes, I know. I can't believe it. Don't make oh, me feel my. older, older, Mike. Come on. Come on. Well, you We're feel on, older. on the radio you, how now. Do you think? Well, I understand that, but how, how do you think I feel? I feel like a grandfather now. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, uh, what does she son, do? Well, tell my, me first well, about her, and then we'll get to your son. Sure. My daughter is in in her second year of college at the community Where? college. Uh, Wonderful. In, uh, yep. In BCC here in New Jersey. And uh-huh. my and she works part-time while she's going to school. And uh, what, do, what does she do? Uh, she actually followed my footsteps somewhat so far in the beauty industry. She's she were uh, she works in a salon at the front desk. She makes appointments. Oh, wow. and, uh, she's a front desk girl, mm-hmm, receptionist. Yeah. What what does she want to do with her college career? You know, she's taking her basic courses right now and trying to figure that out. You know, before she uh-huh. switches over, and so she's really not sure 100 percent yet. Well, so we'll tell see. you what, I'll, I'm I'm making you an offer, and that is. You and she get on the phone. You call me, you know, when when you have the time. I mm-hmm. used to teach college, mm-hmm. and uh, I used to counsel a lot of the kids in getting them to focus in on what they really wanted to do. And what direction they wanted to go, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I would be more than happy to do that with your daughter. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I will definitely now, pass that along. Not a problem. And how about your son? My son just turned 17 in uh, in March <laughs> just Jeez. and got his new car. He's driving now. So, you know, um, they're older and they're on his way. He's a junior in high school. And he's, they're both doing great. They're both amazing, amazing, beautiful kids. I am truly blessed. And they are my heart. My I, have, I have such a smile on my face right now. You have no idea. I'm so <laughs> I had no idea, and I'm so proud of you. 
Well, I just, I mean, I adore them. I mean, they're the best. They make That's me smile great, every it? day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does your son know what he wants to do? Uh, well, being a junior in, in high school, he's still, you know, he he hasn't said definitely. So I, mm-hmm. I'd have to say no. He he really doesn't. Not yet. Okay. If I'm being honest. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I just wanted to let you know that for both of them at their ages, it's very mm-hmm. common that they they don't visualize what it is that they want to do yet. But I was inside in the same position. They, I get it. I get it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. Okay. Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. a lot of people, a lot of people through their twenties don't know what they want to do either. They go to school and they get a degree and they change because they, they're not really sure that's what they want. Right. Or they're not happy with their decision. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And, and that's sad, you know, but um, yeah, let's, it let's is, definitely but talk about it. At an early age, I, I think it's, it's difficult, you know, to decide. It's almost a lot of pressure. You know, mm-hmm, to get mm-hmm. to make that decision. So, you know, I don't know. It just sneaks up on you the time. And I yeah. Think, uh, well, yeah. the truth is, somewhere buried, you know, in in the <laughs> cranium up there, they really do have a sense of what they want to do, but they're not certain whether, you know, that's going to turn out for them. So, right. you know, we'll, you know, I'm sure you had an interest in beauty when you were were uh, oh, just a kid yeah. from a young age. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, but I bet you never thought at that point you would uh, you could make a living doing it. Uh, of course, not at that point, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, after high school and and not you know, I went a couple different ways. I went to dental assisting school, and I mm-hmm. totally didn't like that field. I didn't like just that whole thing. So that's when I went into you know the, the beauty industry, and I love it. That was the best. See that that makes me so happy that you enjoy what you're doing and making a living doing it because life oh, is I too don't do short. It any longer. I don't do it any longer. I, I probably ended that probably about three years ago. So oh, I, okay. I'm not doing that any longer. Yes. Well, then so. you should look for a radio career. That's wonderful. You sound great. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. So let's get to some questions, Mike. Let's, let's talk about you. <laughs> what do you think? Enough about me. <laughs> Enough about me. What do you think of me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have like uh, I have a couple questions I'd like to ask you, if you don't mind. Sure. No, not at all. Go ahead. Uh, okay. So I'm going to start off. Chris, do you mind? Do you have any questions? No, no. Are yeah, you yeah, thinking? Yeah. I, I talked to Mike yesterday. Good. Go ahead. Okay. Happy um, to you guys talking. Great. So just a couple things that come to mind. I wanted to ask you back in the day when um, Dancing on Air and Dance Party were on, I wanted to ask you, if you were to choose one particular memory that you would have to say, wow, this is like the moment that I, you know, everything I worked for, everything that, you know, I mm. was, I, you know, everything that I've been trying to put together or, you know, what was one of those, that best memory from that time that you say, wow, this is well, good. This is, that, this is what a, I've been that is, for. That, that's a great question. It really is. Um, I'm going to say something first, and then I'm going to tell you a story that your listeners might enjoy hearing about Madonna. But um, you, do you know that story, Lillian? I do. I do. I have heard it over the years. Although I did not know that the story at the time, I mm-hmm. learned it. I learned about it later on, much later on. All right. To be well, honest. we'll tell that story. But I, I think what really 
the, the whole thing had to do with the people on the show. Um, first of all, I was a school teacher for many years. And to me, this was a, the best classroom that I could ever hope for. Uh, because the the kids on the show wanted to be there. And at the same time, I wanted to impart the same kinds of values that I taught, you know, in uh, junior high, public school, and then also at the college level. So it was really, you know, just trading one classroom for another. That was That was really important. And the other thing was that my parents who had been so supportive uh, through the years for many, many reasons had an opportunity in their golden years to be, you know, the the kids really, you know, just made them feel like something special. Or otherwise, they would have just been sitting at home, you know, during those years. And that gave them a purpose in life. So, and, and, and it was, again, all about the people. I mean, you and Chris, uh, you, you're, you're really, I feel like like Chris is my uh, uh, TV son, and you're my mm-hmm. TV daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and that that's what it all meant to me. You know, uh, meeting the celebrities was was interesting. But it, it's not what I, you know, took home with me after the show was over. Wow, that's really uh, cool to hear. Yeah, no, that's, and I still feel the same way. And when you tell me that, you know, you, you now have two kids that are sort of grown already. Um, right. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm like, uh, I don't, since I didn't have any kids of my own, uh, never got married or anything, mm-hmm. um, I, I share this this thrill that you've had the, the children and uh, I feel like a member of your family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hear you say this and it's like, wow, you know, it's, you just think back at that time and, you know, my son now is, is close to the age when I, I was leaving the show, mm. you know, oh, really? and, oh. yeah. Cause I was about oh, 17 and a half when I left and um Some, yeah, somewhere in the back of my mind, Lillian, were you a singer? Of course, I sang. Uh, yeah, I sang at Cooper Street uh on yeah, the Power Hits album with with Danny McEwen, of course. And yeah, you know, I love yeah. to sing. I sang I sang a clip on the show which there is a video of that on uh, the official page. Oh. And I think it's on I think it's on the official page. Yes, I believe it is. Great. Um and uh, yes, that that was my passion in life was singing. Yep. That, and and it's you shouldn't actually, forget I it. still love to sing. I still love to sing. You know. Well, um, I'll tell you what. When you when you call me, I'm going to hook you up with a producer. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Sounds All right. good. Sounds that, good. That, yep. And this guy oh. actually, I, I used to co-produce records with him. I used to do that too. So, uh, okay. Yes, fact, that, I, I am aware of that. Yes. Okay. Great. Yes. And why don't you why don't you tell the Madonna story, and then I'll fill in where where you don't know. Well, I I don't know if I know exactly uh, verbatim how it happened um, from what I've heard, and then you can correct me if I am wrong. 
I heard that when she visited, and I'm just going to get right to the point, that she went into the bathroom, mm-hmm. and she took lipstick, I believe, that she wrote on, I don't know if it was the bathroom door or on the mirror or so wall. I heard something um, that she wrote something. And am I correct in saying that you made her clean it up? Well, you're pretty close to the, the story that's out there, but the actual detail on that was that uh, one of her dancers was named Erica Bell. And uh, Erica wrote, I think it was in, it could have been in lipstick or magic marker. She wrote the name Tinkerbell on the bathroom wall at channel 17 at the, at the TV station and the station personnel, they were really upset. And, you know, they, they came to me and they said, she's not going on our air and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, who's going to clean it up? And blah, blah. I said, let me take care of it. And I said, if it's uncleanable, it can't be clean. So mm-hmm. they were satisfied, you know, so then I, I went to Madonna, who at that time, you know, nobody really knew who she was. Right. She was and just I, starting out. Right. Yep. And I think this was her first TV appearance. Okay. So she she may not have been the one that, that you know, wrote on the wall, but, mm-hmm. you know, she was the, the, the point person. Okay. So I said to her, listen, I said, we reach about a half a million kids with this show. And if you would like to be seen by these half a million kids, you and Erica will turn around. There's a cleaning closet right behind you. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to go and clean up the bathroom before I can put you on the show, which was live at the time. Okay. And the the, the, the surprising thing was she, she, she did it. Now I'd be willing to clean her bathroom. Right? <laughs> I'm sure. Well, <laughs> I mean, wow. What a story, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that, those, that those are some of the things. That, yeah. It's, it, but again, you know, what was most important to me were the people that were on the show, associated with the show. Um, and and I, I can't tell you how proud I am of most most of the kids who, who have grown up and my God, mm-hmm. you, you have two. I, I mean, I would love to have had children, and you, yeah. you had them, and I'm so happy for you. And I'm happy really for me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I'm just going to stop you right there for one second. I just want to remind everybody who's listening um, that we are speaking to the creator and producer of Dancing on Air and Dance Party USA. If you'd like to ask Michael Nice a question or just want to call in to say hello, the number to call in is 718. 508-9883. We're live with Michael Nice. By the way, where are where are you guys broadcasting from? Chris is um, at his location, and I'm on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> You're not together. I never give. I never give such a secret away. <laughs> where but I mean. So you're not in the same studio? We are not in the same so studio. We're, Isn't we're that amazing? Line, Mike. Yeah, so when we can't uh, do it together, sometimes I call her and they'll be calling to the main number together. So we're on the same line. It sounds like we're in the same room. It's radio it sure magic. does. <laughs> it I, is it radio sure does. Magic. I thought you were there together. Oh, that is that is so is – isn't technology wonderful? It's amazing, right? 
And oh, it's come God. a long way even from, from the show days. I mean, what? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. How far it's come along. Right, right. Oh, my God. Um, it, it's unbelievable. Okay, so I have another question for you. Okay. Do you have, is or I should say, are there any regrets or decisions that you made at that time regarding the show that you – you know, that you would have done differently now? Any, your, what is your biggest regret from that time? Or any, mm. like, bad decisions you felt you made? Something, you know, or something along that line, if that gives you an idea of what I'm trying to ask. So you do anything different, I guess, is what you're saying. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could have done anything different. I think the, the disappointment, I, I probably could have. Um, I wish I was able to instill in some of the regulars, not, not all of them. Cause we had about 800,000 instill, right. you know, a, a more of a sense of um, understanding and appreciation of what they were going through at the time. So that later in life, you know, they could um, appreciate other things that could happen to them. Okay. That, I, I, under, I think I, I think I get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I I know mm-hmm. you do. I know you I do. I do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I uh, you know, it it it's just that you can't I I've had to to justify it in my own mind by just saying, you know, you can't live somebody else's life. You can't you know, if somebody didn't quote get it, um uh, you know, I there's not much you can do. You can only put it out there for them in the hope that they will get it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I don't know what else I could have done, especially with the number of people that were there. I mean, it, it, I, everywhere I go, I wasn't, the, you know, I wasn't on the show per se, but everywhere I go, you know, somebody comes up to me and says, aren't you him? Whatever uh, that yeah. means. Yes. Wow. As a matter as a matter of fact, the other day I was outside of the art museum where the Philadelphia Film Office was uh, mm-hmm. protesting, uh, you know, for tax breaks for films that would come to Philadelphia, and this girl was sitting by the uh, uh, stage, and I could see she also had uh, crutches there, and mm-hmm. I thought well, maybe she was just you know injured and had a place to sit, and she says. Hey Mike, and I said, "Do I know you?" <laughs> and she mm-hmm. says, "Yeah, I danced on the show." And I said, "Well, what happened to you? Did, did you get injured on the show? <laughs> you have the crutches or something?" <laughs> you know. And no, she says, "No, no." She says, "But I had such a wonderful time. Can I have a picture with you?" And I said, "Sure." Um, and I said, uh, "What are you doing now? Ready for this, guys?" She's now mm-hmm. the Philadelphia city representative and she works with the mayor. Oh, okay. <laughs> she knew yeah. who you are. You're on the good team now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and I bumped into, <laughs> and I did bump into M. Shamalot. What's his name M. now? Uh, M. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got a chance to talk to him and, you know, because he stayed in the Philadelphia area and so did we, all of us right. did. 
He um so, yeah he's really he's good for us and uh, they keep I I I can't I find it hard to believe that they can't find the money to bring the more bring more movies here you know. Um, well that's that, like, that's what the tax that's what the tax break's supposed to do. It, right. it, it's an incentive, you know, and mm-hmm. could bring I think he said it brings in could bring in in you know in three months like one point five million dollars. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, plus it gives local people the opportunity for work in the industry that they would like to be in. Sure. So, I think uh, for us, no, you're right. I mean, I mean, even for us, I mean, being the kids we were on, on your show, um, like we wouldn't be doing this right here, right now, if it wasn't for you giving us that opportunity that you could do it. City. Yeah, you but know? you have to give. It's, you have to give yourself. You know, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, and I appreciate what sure. you're saying, but I have to tell you that, you know, why I'm proud of both of you is that you are doing it, and you did it on your own. I wasn't mm-hmm. there to, to direct you into what you should be doing, but you took your, um, you took what you love to do, and you're doing it, and you, mm-hmm. you have to give yourself the credit that, you know, Maybe I opened the door. Maybe I had some influence. Maybe I, I was, was just going to say that kind of goes back to what you were just saying, that it wasn't the performers. It was more the kids and you could have, you could, the guidance that, or, you know, what, what you thought for certain people um, mm-hmm. and what they could do in the future or whatever, um, you know, and I guess that's, you know, I know Chris is driven, you know, with that. And he, uh, that's his thing. So I'm just I'm just here as a sidekick with Chris, and I'm glad that he has me, you know, doing this with him. So well, I'll, I'll tell you, he made a very good choice because I'm, I'm, are you are you talking through your phone? Is that what you're doing? She I, is. I I am, and I have headphones. Can you hear me? Okay. Oh, I hear you great, and and, and I didn't know that. You know, when I was oh, listening yeah. to you, mm-hmm. and you sound great, and I'm not I'm not. Oh. I'm not just schmoozing you. I'm telling you the truth. Uh, oh, your you. voice, your voice is, you got good pipes. And, <laughs> and the question that you just asked me would have been something that somebody would have had to have taken hours to research to come up with those great questions. Oh, geez. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And, and that, you know, that. I know, well, I know, but, you know, give yourself the credit because, you deserve it. Again, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> we had a good I won't take that anymore. <laughs> That's the last <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we were actually, yeah. Earlier, I don't know if we, how much you heard, but earlier we were saying that um, I mean, being on the show was like uh, for us it was like it was more than school. I've said actually, my third grade teacher, I did a live video on Facebook before we went on, and. Uh-huh. Uh, Earlier this week, uh, somebody from my third grade class posted our classroom photo online, and uh, we reconnected with our third grade teacher, and she wrote uh, to me just before we went on the air. And uh, so we were talking about grade school and middle school and senior and high school, and we said, you know, being on the show um, with you there, it was we had a second family, like you said. So in a way, you had all of us as kids, um, and some of us you still have today. You know, we're here. We're, we're, we're yours. You're ours. The family uh, go, on, go on, you know, they'll that, go on forever. See, that, that means everything to me. It really does. Um, and and I see, I, I know 
you know, the background, you know, of everybody and not everybody. And I can't know the background of 800,000 kids, but, you know, even people that I didn't, you know, have a direct contact with, they Mm -hmm. talk about the show as if it was an important part of their life. And, you know, uh, I just, like I said, I just, the, the thing that made me proud, proudest i think was the fact that uh, people remember it and they got something from it and to a lot of them they 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 were not you know you know living on the streets uh playing you know that thing they they came home to watch the show and it should have been and and it was a positive influence and you know i could set the environment but it had to be guys like lillian and, and chris and Dominic, um, mm-hmm. who who just and uh, Nita, of course, too. Mm-hmm. Um, she was on show number two. Thirty five hundred shows. So many people that could be mentioned, you know. Um, <laughs> many many people oh, could be mentioned. I mean, it's endless. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I would say that the majority of the people, I can't give you a number or a percentage, I think took home some positive values. And that that was really what I was trying to get across, values that they could take into adulthood and life. I mean, speaking for myself and Chris, I don't know how, you know, if if you can relate, and I'm sure you can. You know, for me, I I was, and Chris and I have spoken about this before on air and off, that that was my high school. You know, I didn't do after school activities. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't hang out or do, you know, high school sports after school. All my mm-hmm. friends and everybody were at the studio. That was my high school. That was, that was what my activity instead of hanging out at the mall or hanging out on the street corner, you know, with my friends yep. or Absol- doing, Lily, doing whatever. You, you and, hit, you hit yeah, it right on the nose, you know. Yes. That's a good memory instead for of, me. Instead of Chris playing football, he came and danced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. It kept a lot of us out of trouble at that, that teenage, yeah. those teenage years. Yep. You know, because it could totally be different for many people at that time, like like it is these days. You know, um, it, it definitely was a positive and and a very memorable time in my life. And I wouldn't, uh, and I'm saying this from the heart and 100% mean it, that I wouldn't change it for anything and I would mm-hmm. do it all over again yeah great great the friendships and and the bonds I mean and, and think about it you had kids from all over Philadelphia in the different areas and different and different Tough. states yeah. at times visiting and we mm-hmm. all let our guards down became friends you know and those friendships they, they never would have happened outside of the show you know mm-hmm. so that's, that's there, something there, else there was, that really positive. there was one other thing that I I, I am very proud of and that mm-hmm. was, uh, whereas American Bandstand was primarily a white show, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Soul Train was primarily a black show, mm-hmm. our show was an everybody show. That's true. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It was. It was. And I, I even, I even, mm-hmm. I even went down to Chinatown to make sure I got enough Asians on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you were recruiting, huh? You were recruiting. I was, honest to God, I did, and then, and then I would have my Chinese dinner and then recruit. I actually think I had dinner with you a couple times in Chinatown back in the day. 
I'm, I'm sure you did. Yes, I'm sure because I know you. I did go there. I, I actually now it's coming back to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad your yeah. memories are good. At my age, I'm well, I'm forgetting I mean, a lot. Sometimes <laughs> things just come back, you know. Um, yeah. Over time, you know, where something triggers the memory. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, I have one more question, and I'm going to see if Chris has any questions for you. And once again, everybody, we are talking to Michael Knight, for, uh, the producer and creator of Dancing on Air and Dance Party USA. Any questions, or if you'd like to say hi to Mike, the number to call in is 718-508-9883. Give us a call. Say hi to Michael Knight. I so do want to say question, one. I, wait, before you ask the question, I have one other thing. That when whenever people say, "Well, who who are you?" and I say, uh, "My parents and I," um, because their influence on me and their support and coming to the show and working in the office and so forth, they had a large part in in my being able to do what I did. So I give them credit as well. I still do. And I I, I didn't hear that. Uh, who did you um? Who are you giving props to for that? Uh, my parents. Oh, your parents, of course, of course. Yeah, because, I, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. When you say the creator and producer, that's true. But my parents were just as involved, and they. Uh, my mother didn't I, want I, any recognition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. My my mother didn't want any recognition, but my father did work as an executive producer too. I do remember that. Yes. So so thank you, Frank Nice. Yep. And, and uh, Ida. The, <laughs> and Ida. Ida. Well, yes, of course, Ida. I remember. Ida, very much, yes. She she was a character. I, one quick story that'll make you guys laugh. Okay. Uh, and I found this out later. Uh, my mother would go to the show, and then, you know, the mothers were also at the show as well. And she asked them if if they would watch her pocketbook while she went to the ladies' room. Mm-hmm. And they said sure, and she went, and then came back, and one of the mothers said. I did. Maybe you shouldn't bring so much money, you know, to the show so you don't have to worry about it. She says, "Oh, I don't have any money in there. I wanted you to watch my coupons." <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. Yeah, that was my mother. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, how long ago did your uh, parents pass away, Mike? Uh, my father. How long have they been uh, gone? Mo- well, my mother passed in 1999 and my father 2001 okay and they and you know they were really in love they they weren't the kind of parents that you know fawned all over each other but when there was a problem boy they were right there for each other mm-hmm. they were, and that's how they, it should be yep absolutely yeah. and i miss them miss them dearly i really do of course yes of course okay question Okay, so I mean, this is just a—it could be an easy question, or it could be make you something that, that you know, be a question that you have to think about for a few seconds. Well, so, so far, you've asked questions that have gotten gotten me to think. So keep okay. going. Um, so this this is a straightforward question. You had many performers uh, come to the studio and perform, mm-hmm. and and you met many people throughout the industry over time. Out of yep. everybody, who was your favorite and who was your least favorite <laughs> oh Lillian you're too good <laughs> well, Ooh, wow uh, good. but I want you to be honest 
I want you to be sure. honest. All right. Well, I would say for the most part, uh, most of them were, uh, you know, just terrific. They, they they really appreciated being on the show. And a lot of them I'm still friendly with, you know, today. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Bobby Rydell, I don't know if you remember who he was, um, but he he was on the show. And, uh, you know, we, we still are in touch. And uh, Amy, uh, who was working for me, uh, was with him the night before last night. And mm-hmm. uh, he wound up taping on her, on her phone. He sang happy birthday to me. <laughs> and so, who was this? That was Bobby Rydell. Bobby Rydell. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. It wasn't Bobby Rydell. It was Charlie Gracie. I'm sorry. Charlie Gracie. Okay. No. Charlie Gracie goes way, way back. Uh, Yeah, I don't think I remember who that is. No, he he was a Philadelphian, Mm -hmm. and uh, they were looking for somebody to to compete with Elvis Presley. And uh, they, they found this guy. And they recorded a song called Butterfly, which was a big, big hit. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that Bandstand was in Philadelphia. And a lot of the Philadelphians became very popular, like Fabian and, uh, you know, Bobby and, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of them. And so uh, that, that's how the, the, the hit records came to pass, because... It was the only place that the teenagers, of which I was one at that time, could mm-hmm. see the artist that uh, was performing. This was before MTV. And uh, the other the other interesting thing was that, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm straying off, off of your topic, um, but I'm thinking at the same time. That's okay. Uh, That's okay. I'm glad I'm making you think. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, but it, I, I'm missing my swimming lesson. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, it's but not every okay. day that we have you call in here, right? So. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true, and I can go tomorrow for that matter. But uh, it, you know, MTV gets credit for playing music videos, um, mm-hmm. but MTV and our show started about the same time, and we played videos as well. And in those days, nobody knew how powerful the music videos were going to be. And we were contacting all the record companies. And most of the time, it was a secretary who would send us the videos. They didn't even have anybody in particular sending them out. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm trying to think. There were so many artists on the show. Um, God, it's so so hard to to say who was the best the 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 ones that um i remember there was there was one group and i can't mention their name because i don't remember it uh but they were they were good i really liked their music and whatever and uh, they they wanted to be paid for their appearance and in those days and even now um it's it's promotion it's their opportunity to be seen or heard by people. Madonna knew that, you know. Um, man, I wish I could remember the name of the group, but they just, you know, um, never came on the show. 
And it's hmm. interesting. Here, here, Madonna is still going strong. And is she? You Do you really it. think she is going strong? Oh, I think so. I think she's one of the highest highest paid performers out there. I mean, in terms of gross income. Really? Um, oh yeah. It's, I think a lot of that though is the following that um, from the past. I would right. think it is. I would definitely yeah. think it is. She became very, very big, very quickly, and uh, yeah, they, um, um, yeah, they, I, I, I think that's what's kept her going all these years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Who, who knew? All right. Who knew? So your favorite performer, you're going to say is, mm. and your favorite or your favorite person that you met. It doesn't even have to be someone that performed. It could have been an actor, actress that came, uh, you know, to promote something. Someone in the industry that you said, "Wow, um, I'm never going to forget this." Well, you know, <laughs> it's it, it's such a great question. I I really have to go look in our promotion book. You know, to figure out who, okay, you know, so stands up. Okay, so I'm going to say out. this to you. I'll give you a week or two at the most. You look through <laughs> your book. I want to know the, the your all-time favorite and the person that you said, wow, um, they're not really, you know, they don't, they're not what they seem on TV or they're, they're not really, you know, as nice as the other people that I've met. I got Your you. favorite and your least favorite. Okay. You know, Lillian, I am so proud of you. Because She's giving me a break tonight. This is great. Yeah, well, <laughs> great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, and I was the one who called you earlier today. <laughs> and, and we appreciate that. So this will give you a reason to call us back and do some homework for us. <laughs> okay. So so I didn't know what, what – are you on every Monday? Is that when you're we on? We are on every, yeah, every Monday. Monday night, yeah, 8 to 10. Yeah. Oh, 8, eight to, to 10. 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I will definitely do that. But I – you know – one of the things that uh, I prided myself when I, I was doing public affairs TV mm-hmm. and I was interviewing people. And and one of the things I was able to do was to just off the cuff come up with some great questions, you know, mm-hmm. maybe just having listened to so many people. But mm-hmm. I've never met my match to you. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. The, I mean, these are very... Very good questions for somebody who, who – have you done radio before? No, I haven't, and I really just totally pulled them out of thin air, so don't give me too much credit. <laughs> no, well, I have to give you the credit because whatever air you pulled them from, it came out great. <laughs> well, I it's appreciate great, that. Great. Well, that's okay, because so you danced on air. There you go. I have experience, right? Yeah, there you go. So, you danced on air and you pulled the questions from air. So since you have that as for your homework for next week, um, my yes, final teach. question is, was there anyone that reached out that wanted to be on the show that you turned down and said, no, I don't want them to come on? Oh, you mean as a performer? Performer or any, any, any genre, like uh, actor, actress, um, oh, I radio see personality? Yeah. I, actually, no. I never, no, turned, you never anybody... turned anyone down. Okay. Nope. I never turned anyone down. Um, and a lot of it was that I, I just felt that, as a matter of fact, if, if the record that they recorded was good, 
but nobody mm-hmm. was playing it. I figured, you know, let me, uh, you know, let what's the what's the big deal that they should come on the show, you know, and get a little, you know, break from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very proud of the fact that first gold record that we received uh, came from a song called Apache. Mm-hmm. I remember Apache. And I remember. I do remember too. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was the we were the first people to play it because I just thought it was a great record. (laughs) Yeah. It was a good song. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then as soon as we played it, um, radio started to play it. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I never limited, um, you know, even people that, you know, weren't with a major record company or anything else. I, Mm -hmm. again, if, if they had something that, that would motivate you guys to dance, you know, and could be exciting. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and it, and I don't think it hurt the show at all. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, it, right, and then from 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 that, you know, when when some of the new artists and record labels like CBS, for mm-hmm. yeah, CBS, um, they they couldn't understand initially why suddenly they had a, a spike in their record sales. And mm-hmm. when the local promotion people told the, the New York people, it was because they were on Dancing on Air. Um, they said, you're telling me that that's what caused the spike? And they said, <laughs> yeah. And, and they, they couldn't believe it either. So, you mm-hmm. know, it was, it, was, it was a magical time. It really was. Wow. It definitely was something we'll never forget. Um, Mike, no, Mike, and I won't, and I won't forget my surprise. I won't forget my surprise birthday party either. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, for Mike, I mean, for anybody listening, again, this is the creator and the uh, the producer of the original Dancing on Air, um, a dance party USA, someplace where Lily along and with I my parents, along yeah, with yeah. my parents, Frank, Frank and Ida Knight, mm-hmm. yes. Yep. Um, and I want to give them props. And so, if you got a few more minutes, Mike, I mean, we'll ha- definitely have you back. But if you want to share some of that story, how you guys um, got together, I know you've told me before, but people listening for the first time are are curious. Um, Frank, Mike's parents were, were a major part of the show. They were always on the set, um, sweet and very nice people. Um, and I think that that came through in who you are, Mike, today, Mike. Um, can you share that right, story a bit more? I know. I remember you were in college and you're away from them, and, and and you wanted to do something together with them, right? And that's is that how it started? Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I I went to college and I was teaching, mm-hmm. and uh, I want originally it was to get closer to my father, because mm-hmm. we sort of you know we we didn't fight or anything, but we drifted apart because I wasn't home a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just you know thought so one day I said, Dad, let's do something together. You know, and you and just woke up says, one morning and said a dance show. Let's do a dance show. No, no, no. It took twelve years for me to get to the dance show stage. Okay. I I was I was doing other things. I, initially, I was uh, recording uh, high school, junior high, and elementary school concerts, and making records for the kids. Okay. Um, so that was how we started. We ran the. Uh, Ran the company right from uh, my parents' house, and then uh, I started getting interested in music, and I wanted to go and produce, uh, uh, 
you know, albums of our own. And uh, it, it was, it just got me into the music business. And then I started to also uh, publish a, an entertainment newspaper, which got me to meet some other people. And all this experience uh, led me uh, to doing the dance show. But I'll but save the you, actual story for that. How did you come up with that. the concept? Yeah, like what made you go the dance, you know, a dance, you know, TV program from the music that you were doing? What put that idea to mind? Oh, well, that that's, that, it, I didn't come up with the idea. Okay. Uh, I was uh, producing television commercials for the Valley Forge Music Fair. Okay. And I was doing them out of Channel 17. And uh, I met the program director, Z Shubin. And for a year, he and I would, would go out for dinners. And he uh, he wanted a, uh, a jingle for the great entertainer, which was what they used to attach to their station. So, you know, he he said, do you know how to do that? And I said, sure, I can produce it a jingle for you. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, our first host, Eddie Bruce, came out and auditioned and I turned him down. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was funny because I was looking for a certain sound, you know, for the, uh, uh, for the, the jingle. So anyways, mm-hmm. he and I became friends. And in the course of a dinner one night, you know, he was telling me that he was involved in the Buddy Dean show out of Baltimore, which was a dance show that was sort of a, a competitor to Dick Clark's bandstand. And I think V really wanted to get back into seeing that done for Channel 17. So he said, you know, I'd love to bring the Daily Dance Show back. Mm-hmm. And I had just finished a course that gave me a lot of confidence at that time. Okay. And I I just opened up and I said, I want to do it. <laughs> he says, well, what do you know about doing a, a daily dance show? Mm-hmm. I said, well, I, I produce TV commercials. He says, that doesn't mean anything. I said, um, well, um, I'm, I was a teacher, or I am a teacher, and uh, I know the kids. He says, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> So out of desperation, I said, well, I've been in the music business for about 12 years. He says, now that means something. But you got to go out and raise the money, you know, because the station won't put it out. You have to raise it yourself. And that, that that's an interesting story. I'll make it quick. I um, Some guy came into our studio. We were on Cooper Street at the time, mm-hmm. and he needed a demo. And uh, I gave him a track and I put him in the studio and the studio wasn't doing all that well at the time. So at the end of the session, he says, how much do I owe you? I said, nothing. It's a gift, you know, Mm. and, you know, just fate, just fate would, would happen that um, he said, well, it's very kind of you to do that. I said, you don't have to, You know, I hope it works for you. He says, well, I want to introduce you to my investors. Okay. And that's Mm -hmm. where I was able to raise the money. 
Okay. So, so it all just kind of came together. Came together. And I, and I believe, I think the studio, I think after your first week or something, the first set of ratings, it kind of like doubled the ratings overnight, right? And it, it was did. a hit from there so on they, Overnight ratings came in mm-hmm. uh, just at that same time. And we doubled their ratings. And uh, when we sent the show out to California, to KDOC, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't paying us. But I just wanted to see how it would do in another market. And uh, that was one of only two shows they had that gave them ratings. Okay. Wow. And the USA and the USA Network, they I don't remember the exact ratings, but we were getting a ten rating, which is unbelievable in teens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the and the sales at USA Network, they wanted the show to keep them on going. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it 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 was a, it's a magical time, you know. And, yeah, it, it definitely was. And uh, you know, and I I I'd love to see, you know, people like yourself experience that part of it too. Sure. Amen to oh. that. <laughs> right. What are you doing with yourself these days, Mike? Can you tell everyone what you're you know what you're up to these days? <laughs> well, I haven't done much in the business because. Uh, the truth of the matter was I was on medication, uh, prescribed medication uh, mm-hmm. that they found out wasn't good for me. Okay. So I had to, I had to go through withdrawal, and I went right. cold turkey, you know. Oh, there were wow. There three, three, three different meds. So a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, the fact that uh, between, you know, my problem with my brother and then the medication mm-hmm. and all so I'm now coming out of it, you know, and I'm okay. I'm ready to get back in the saddle. Yeah, well, that's good to hear. And uh, and, yeah, and Chris. Chris has a lot, Chris has a lot to do with that too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I, I know love. Chris is back. What's that? Good. I was in family love. Keep going. <laughs> that's right. That's how I feel. I really do. If I had a yeah. son, I would like mm-hmm. him to be just like Chris. Well, there you yeah. go. You have one. You got news. You have one. <laughs> and I feel Mike, great um, about that. I just want to give Mike I didn't some mean props. To... Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. I'm I, sorry. I, I don't mean to have taken up so much time. I really was going to make no, this no, no, short. We, so... we love you being here. No, uh, we've, been, we've been talking about having you on in the past, you know. Um, I know we had you on the the. You know, Chris interviewed you on his web show, and uh, this is great that you were able to call us call in tonight. Yeah, because we but were I'm, talking I'm, about. I'm, I'm, what I'm really amazed about is the two of you sound like you're in the same studio. <laughs> yes, thank you. It's technology for you. <laughs> no, you're not Kay. That's that's wonderful. It really yeah, is. Yeah, I'm just on headphones. Chris has some fancy schmancy. I don't know. A, a, is it a headphone? A microphone? What is it, Chris? So I bought a. Um, it's actually it's a it's a studio microphone for the iPhone, and so that's what I'm talking into. And, and of course, my studio right now is kind of quiet with nobody in here, so it's just, there's no feedback in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just had to connect on the same line, so it comes. Mm-hmm. And then of course, Bay Ragney, Ron, Ron, and Network, a good friend of mine, runs this mic. Um, he's actually our engineer tonight as well. Um, it's called the Totally Driven Network, is what our what our show is on. So it's about being driven and staying driven, uh, which is a great yeah, name, I think. Yeah, yeah, 
Oh, it, it was wonderful. And you, you know what else was really, really interesting? Because I didn't know how I was going to do it, was to be able to listen to the show while I was waiting to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's that's the way uh, talk shows are done because uh, mm-hmm. you can hear the, the audio, you know. And, um, you know, it, that's the way it's done in major tel- major radio stations. So it, yeah. it's very oh, professional. Yeah. Very professional. I'm very pleased. Well, props to Bay Ragney. Props to you, Bay. Bay was Bay was a big fan of the show too. I, I knew Bay since uh, seventh grade, but he uh, he used to tell me he used to watch it as well a lot. Um, who who was there? Oh, it's my good friend. This is my friend's network that we're on, the radio network. Um, he's oh, he's really? the engineer right now. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Uh, I think you guys went to high school together, right, Chris? Yeah, no, I met yeah. Bay. So I met Bay in seventh grade. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh so gosh, great school. Then, yeah. So Bay, um, I want to have uh, for another topic, uh, Mike. But I, I was mentioning your good friend Bear was a wrestler. Well, my friend Bay was also a professional wrestler. <laughs> oh really? Did he? Did he know? Did he know? Um... I want to introduce the two of them. They both heard of each other, but I don't think they've met yet. So that. When we do that, I, I told her I want you to come down to the studio that day for that taping. I think that would be a fun, fun day. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, I'll tell you, tell you what, I, I'll come under one con, one or two conditions. Sure. All right. Um, one condition is that Lillian has to be there, too. <laughs> yep. We can arrange That's number, that. Mm-hmm. All right. And also, Lillian has to bring her kids with her. Ah. Now, okay, so you know what a teenager's life is like, right? Oh, I sure uh, do. Is, okay, so, you know, um, it, they're all over the place, but if I can try to make that happen, I will do my very best. All right, because I, I would love That's to meet them. That's all I can tell I really... you. I cannot make promises or speak for them. They are, uh, you know, young adults, and, you know, mom can guide them at this point, but they, they you know, they're at that point where they're starting to make their own decisions in life. So, yep. No, I understand that. But yeah. I, I will say something that you absolutely learned one of the one of the major lessons that uh, I was really trying to impart to you guys, and that was just tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And that was really nice, Lily. You What's made that? my day. What, you, by saying- you, you told me you, instead of making a commitment you couldn't keep, you told right. me what you could or couldn't do. Which is no, just... I don't. I don't make promises or say anything that I cannot a hundred percent, you know, follow through. So we'll, we'll I I, I got that, and I, I love you for it. I think it's great. Well, thanks. Thank you. Okay, group hug. Group hug. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow, listen to those laughs. Listen to those laughs. Oh, God. God. This, is, this has been so much fun. I don't mind giving up swimming for this. Well, <laughs> we owe you a swimming lesson for it. There you go. There you go. No, you guys, you guys got to come down to the pool. Oh, we love that. Sure. Yeah, the summer's coming up, and, and there's an indoor and outdoor pool, mm-hmm. and it's heated. And it, it it's really nice, and I love it's that. right down the right down the hallway from where I live. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Bing bang a boom. And we I don't make promises either. I don't make promises no. either, Will. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
There you go. Especially if you can't keep them. (laughs) Right. Right? (laughs) Yeah, then then you got egg on your face. (laughs) That's an old expression. Right? We we love you, Mike. Will you come back on another night with us for? Well, he has so homework. Much? He has to come back. Yeah. He has he's to. Yeah. The, the he's teacher, tell us the, his, right. The student the student is now the teacher, and I've got oh, homework. Wow! Isn't it funny how them <laughs> tables do turn, don't they? I <laughs> sure do. Jeez, <laughs> 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 oh, I have one question for Lillian before you. Done. Of course, yeah, of course, time. I Lillian, answer enough. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right. Your hair. Okay. My hair. Yes. Is it naturally curly? Are we talking 30 years ago or now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, 30 that's, years that's ago, I... no. My hair is, has always been poker straight. No kidding. But I would, get a per, I would get a perm just like many girls did uh-huh. to get that big hair effect, you know. <laughs> oh, did you hear? Have, that, that's funny. I I always course. thought it was naturally curly. Uh, yeah, well, um, but no, in those days that was curly. style. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, of course. You hear my you hear my dog. He wants to be on radio too. That's Junior. All right, he got his yeah, moment that's... of fame. He got his moment of fame. We're <laughs> 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 two seconds of fame, however you want to say it. There you go. There you go. Well, thank you there both. You I, I really enjoyed this. No, really, thank really you. Nice. Thank you for oh, calling in, and yeah. um, you know, I really enjoyed it too. Also, you know, talking yeah. to you. Hey, and, uh, uh, I, I have one question for Chris, though. Ready, yeah. Chris. Sure. How did you, when I was disguising my voice, how did you know? I could tell. I, I'll, I'll know uh, your voice forever. I remember you doing uh, the shadow voice. The shadow. Remember that? This is, um, yeah, this is shadow. <laughs> oh, boy. Always heard but never seen. <laughs> I remember that. That sounds very familiar to me. <laughs> it was a disguise, though. I, I almost, it should. I almost wasn't. I of course. wasn't sure if it was you, but it was you. I was like, I was looking to take a stab at that. Was I wasn't? You almost had me fooled there for a minute. I was well, it was it was very unexpected, right, Chris? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I I didn't expect Mike to call in tonight. It yeah, was, no, was, I, I and I didn't either. But and Anita said, "Boy, it'd be a real surprise for them." And again, <laughs> thank you to Anita Foreman for that. Yeah, yeah, she's a good oh yeah, kid. Anita's Anita's wonderful. Uh, yeah. I know she's listening too. Nita, we we love yeah. you, Mike. We'd love for you to come back because there are so many more stories that I know. Gosh, really, Mike has a great Stevie Wonder story. He, um, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, got, uh, it's, it's it's an awesome story. Um, and Mike, you know, he holds a record for what the most dance shows ever produced, right? Is that? And, yeah, the most number of shows in this genre. Yeah, and, I don't know if um, I ever told all... you, but Don Don Cornelius wanted to do a dance show with me before he died. Really? What was that? Yeah. I didn't hear that last part. Don, Don Cornelius, the producer, creator of Soul Train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted to do a, a dance show with me. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Mike, real quick yeah. before you go. Um, mm-hmm. Did you ever consider when you started Dancing on Air um, to, to host the show yourself? No, I, 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 I no. I just didn't. You know? I um, it, it, there's two reasons. One, I didn't have the confidence 
to do it. Um, And the other thing was that I felt that it should be somebody who was like an older brother to you kids. Mm -hmm. And I would have been a little too old for that. Okay. Okay. Although, although many people, (laughs) you hear that noise? Yeah, I hear squeaking. That, mm-hmm. That's that's my dog wanting to play ball, and and the Got ball it. squeaks. <laughs> He's so great, he really is. Um, but you know, you guys have really done beautiful things with this. I I'm very proud of you. Well, thank you. you. We love you. Thank you. you. And uh, yes. I love you Thank too. Thank you for taking the time to answer the questions and to, <laughs> to speak with us. And I guess Junior wants your attention now. So yeah, he, that, that's, that's he's, <laughs> you're right about that. Hey, Chris, get back to me because I have got some other things to ask of you. I will. I'll give you a call tomorrow. I'm sorry. I just, I'm okay. Super busy today today, but uh, no, I, I understand. And, and um, yeah. no, that's that's only really how I can reach you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm always on the move. Lillian says sometimes she'll write me. She says, Chris, you're ignoring me. I'm like, I don't have two seconds. I'll get there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I apologize. Well, but best I, of luck to both of you. I only wish the very best for you. Thank, Thank you so much. It's, Thank it's, you. It's a great, great concept, and you're pulling it off. You really are. Uh, Thanks, Mike. Well, it's, thank you, Mike. And you enjoy the rest all right, of your honey. night. And get back to us with those questions. Your your very least yeah. favorite person you met and your all-time favorite. I certainly will. And I love okay. you both. Uh, look forward to those right. answers. I hope you got yeah, it. Mike. Okay. Um, Good night, everybody. See you soon, brother. Good night. Thanks. Thanks Keep dancing dad. on air. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Yes. Bye-bye. I will love you. Bye-bye. Good night. Thanks, love you, too. Bye. Bye. Michael Nice, everyone. Um, We're going to take three minutes, and we'll be right back with Chris Kelly and Laleen from 80s TV. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detectives' quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from Holmes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza, $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember... 
$5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. Hello, everyone. We're back. <laughs> and that's Lillian Naradowski. We're here live on Totally Driven Radio. Yeah. We just we just had a great phone call, didn't we, from our, our good friend? That was, uh, that was really, really cool. Yeah, our TV dad, Michael Nice. Happy belated birthday, Michael, from this week. Um, he was a producer and a creator with his, with his parents, Frank and Ida Nice, of the, America's Dancing on Air. Started right here in Philadelphia, which then later turned into Dance Party USA, of which Lily and I spent four to five years of our lives on every day. It was a great time in our lives. Michael, thank you for calling in. If you're still listening, we appreciate it. Um, we also have our other good friend on the hold right now. Um, we'd like to introduce him and, and thank him for Hi, holding on. Hi, I'm Lillian, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. Yay! I love it. I don't know why I love that so much, but I just do. <laughs> we have uh, we have George Rother, movie guy, twenty four seven. George, are you there? I'm here. George, hi I, George. I, Thanks I, for I, hanging in there. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Your uh, producer got him on the phone and told me to call back, so it's all good. Oh, uh, cool. Thank you. Uh, the the TV producer and creator of Dancing on Air, the show that Lily and I were on, um, actually gave us a surprise call. So it um, went a little bit longer than expected, but um, it was a great phone call. But we really appreciate you uh, hanging in there and calling back, man. Eh, not to worry. We've actually uh, – we're watching something. We we just finished watching that show that was on HBO earlier this year. Uh, what is that called? Big Little Lies? Mm-hmm. Wow. That was some good stuff. We were on the last episode, so I was kind of anxious to get back to the last 20 minutes. <laughs> what a show. <laughs> Worked out. Was it a good? Was it a good? Was it good? Sounds oh, like it's ter- it. terrific! Excellent. What uh, What have you been up to? Have you ever talked to? I guess we weren't, we weren't on last week, so um, it was the holiday. Did you have a good holiday? <coughs> it was uneventful. Mm-hmm. We just kind of, <coughs> excuse me, we just kind of hung out at the house, watched some TV. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing major. 
Um, what did I do last weekend? The movies. Oh, the movies that came out last weekend. Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I didn't like it. It was really boring. I think they're, I think that ship has sailed on that franchise. Okay. And the other one, Baywatch, wasn't the wasn't as awful as I thought it would be. <laughs> it was how to put it. Let me put it to you this way: If mm-hmm. Baywatch the movie is better than Pirates of the Caribbean, something's mm-hmm. really wonky in Hollywood. <laughs> true. true. I actually got a few laughs out of that Baywatch, but. That's about the nicest thing I can say about it. Was the but, Hoff, I have to ask, was, was the, the Hoffman Baywatch? Did he did he make an appearance? Oh, uh, what's his name? Hasselhoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um he showed up. He actually had wow. two quick scenes. Wow. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so did uh, what's her name? Pamela Anderson. Pamela oh, Anderson. did she? Yeah. She showed up briefly at the end. I don't think she had any dialogue, which. I think probably works in her favor since she really can't act. <laughs> we were now uh, we were, this past we're, this past weekend. Shoot, shoot. Mm-hmm. I saw Wonder Woman, and uh, it was so really good. So <laughs> <laughs> we were saying earlier, we heard we heard we're curious to hear what you had to say because we've heard nothing but good things about it. Probably Please one of the best probably the best superhero movie I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, speaking of superhero movies, the other big release this weekend was Captain Underpants. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, that was funny. <laughs> was it? I saw the commercial for that. <laughs> Very clever movie. It's interesting how – okay, apparently it's based on a series of books that are popular with children. Mm-hmm. It's, in, it's interesting how well the writer and, by extension, the director and the screenplay writer – how they understand the mind of a 10-year-old. I mean, it was just so imaginative and creative um, in a 10-year-old kind of way. So mm-hmm. I say there was two good movies this weekend, and uh, that kind of makes up for the rest of the summer so far. Yeah. I mean, I'm hearing Wonder Woman is just breaking records, and uh, it looks totally cool, you know. Um <laughs> Well, I think we're looking at the – all right, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 made a lot of money, but I think we're looking at the next big hit of the summer with yeah. Wonder Woman. So, do expect, yeah. Do you expect anything to come out and beat that this summer? That gonna, I mean, there's a new plan of the Apes movie, but I don't think it's going to rival this. You know, it's really difficult to say. Um, every once mm-hmm. in a while you get a movie that you don't expect is going to make a ton of money, like – in 2003, that first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, mm-hmm. nobody expected it to make $300 million like it did. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, here's a movie based on a Disney uh, World theme park ride or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, they figured, all right, maybe some people will go to see it. Maybe it'll make $100 million. Maybe. But that it became such a huge hit, and that came as a surprise, so... It's really hard to say. Um, people's tastes, they're sometimes really kind of arbitrary. You just never know what's going to work from summer to summer. So I'm just going to have to ride out the rest of it and see what goes on. Um, Planet of mm-hmm. the Apes, yeah, that's going to make some coin. But uh, I'm not sure if we're looking at under any other, like, you know, 
Oh, I'm sorry. We are looking at one other mega hit. Transformers. Oh, that's a big, big one, yeah. Yeah, that's the fifth movie. It's going to make another $300, $400 million. Mm-hmm. People will turn out to see it for whatever reason. So what, there you the, go. Just the third or fourth. Just the third or fourth. I, I think it, Pirates of the Caribbean just had too many. I mean, it's like 10 of them now. It's like uh, five. There were five, five. Pirates movies. And so honestly, like at this point, Johnny Depp phoned it in this time. He could really just phone in that role. Yeah. He wasn't even into it this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's gonna. <clears throat> it's not going to do as well as the other Pirates movies, and mm-hmm. I think they just ought to let this one go. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the uh, p- the end credits scene. There's a scene at the end of the credits. I think that mm-hmm. promises, you know, gives you a setup for a sixth movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry, something's wrong tonight. Um, so this end credit scene has the two original stars of the movies in it, um, Orlando Bloom and Kira Knightley. Mm-hmm. If they bring them back, maybe, just maybe they might have something. But honestly, if they don't go forward with it, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it either. Um, I was just so bored with this last one. Uh, it's a whole lot of sound and fury signifying nothing to paraphrase Shakespeare. So this summer has wow. just been kind of a little a little bit disappointing, but this past week it picked up. So let's hope they can keep a little momentum going, give, give us some good movies for the summer. Okay. Yeah, this week coming up we've got the uh, Mummy reboot with Tom Cruise. I don't think it's going to get that much fire. I don't think it's going to do that. I mean, it's great as they. I mean, how many times can you redo that? I don't care about the special effects. How many times can you keep redoing something? You know. Well, I struggle with Spider-Man with that. But go ahead. What they're trying to do is set up a whole universe because they want to redo all the Universal monster movies and have them mm-hmm. take place in the same universe. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be the first movie in that. Of course, if this movie tanks, that's the end of that idea. Um, that being said, I've seen the previews for this. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan. I think he's a very – most of the time he's a one-note actor, and I think this movie for him is just a paycheck. And honestly, it doesn't look like a good movie. I just think it's going to be, again, a whole lot of sound, a whole lot of noise, sound, and fury, but it's all CGI and ugh. Right. I even you know, I haven't even heard much. I haven't seen much promotion for it either. You know, I mean things here and there, but not I've as big pre- as I would expect it. I've seen previews for it for months. It's just mm-hmm. not really. Ex- it doesn't excite me. You know. Okay. Okay. Um, now, oddly enough, this past weekend, my wife and I rewatched the three mummy flicks that were with Brendan Fraser, mm-hmm. and then. I showed her the original Mummy movie from 1932 with Boris Karloff. Mm-hmm. I forgot how good that was. Now, that's a classy movie. I mean, there's a lot of suspense oh, to yeah. that. It's eerie, mm-hmm. and there's sure. no way today's audiences would even like that. Mm-hmm. Even at an hour, 13 minutes, without all the crazy CGI, I think it's just it would just bore kids today. Mm-hmm. And that's a shame because they really knew how to make films back in the day. Right. But, you know, we did watch those. No, I think the good one this weekend, the one I'm actually looking forward to, 
It's a little mm-hmm. horror movie called It Comes at Night. I don't know the exact plot, but look up mm-hmm. the trailer on YouTube. It's freaky. Okay. It mm-hmm. kind of has like an 80s vibe to it. So, mm-hmm. And I've already seen like one that. really solid review of that on Roger Ebert's site. Mm-hmm. So that's the one I'm expecting to be good this weekend. Wow. So, and Wonder Woman. Did we touch on Wonder Woman yet? Yes. Yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I'm drawing a blank. I'm I'm focusing on something else, sorry. Lillian Wonder Woman is a great movie. You should say it. I'm Wonder Woman. You didn't know that? <laughs> I can't even I don't even remember that you talked about Seriously, it. Seriously, you're oh Linda god. Carter? Wow. <laughs> you're Linda Carter in disguise? There you go. Sweet. <laughs> Come on, I'm trying to get myself out of the uh, the jam I just got myself into. I wasn't paying attention, I guess. Oh, it's all good. I'm used to that for other people. Oh, it's all I didn't good. mean it towards you. Oh. I just, my mind just went somewhere else. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was I was thinking about the summer 30 years ago, 1987, and there was a big movie that came out um, that year, George, and uh, they Dirty did Dancing. It on yes. Oh. And I saw that in, I saw that in the uh, Ardmore Movie Theater, believe it or not. I remember going on a date there. I took my girlfriend, Judy, to see it at the Bryn Mawr Theater. Bryn Mawr Theater. I'm sorry. That's where I was. Yes. That's, I, I, I apologize. On, on, on Route 30, right? On Lancaster Avenue? Yeah. Right there in Lancaster, uh, Lancaster Avenue. Yep. Yep. That's where I was. Mm-hmm. It's now the Bryn Mawr Film Institute, but back in the day, it was an AMC, and we went there one afternoon to see Dirty Dancing, and uh, mm-hmm. that's a good flick. I really like that one. You, uh, yeah, it was a great movie of that year. I mean, that was probably the it movie that summer, but... That was the did surprise you know they did that the summer. On, they tried to do that again um, on television, right, a couple of weeks ago? I, they did a reboot of it on television, a re, or a remake, I should say, a remake. Uh-huh. I have it in well, my queue. I could watch well, it if I wanted to, but mm-hmm. everybody says it was like a total travesty. That's what I heard. Why? Yeah. I don't know why they felt compelled to do that, but uh, – I guess they have to re- remake everything for new generations. Just, I mean, last year they redid Rocky Horror Picture Show for mm-hmm. Fox, the Fox Network or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty bad. Yeah. They really, Some really, really didn't touch. have to do that. No. And as a Rocky Horror fan, I actually felt a little bit offended. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm sure it's it's a cult classic, and and people who love it. I mean, there's plenty of us. You, you just couldn't touch it. Um, several movies been like that. Some things, the Planet of the Apes remakes. I'm kind of like enjoying watching them, although I love both the old and the new. But some movies just should not be touched. Um, hands off, you know. I, they keep talking about a remake of Scarface. Oh yeah, um, I, I dread that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I that's, all right. I realize that the one with Al Pacino itself is a remake, but it's a remake. But that's generation difference, I think, right? It, they really shouldn't do major. that. No. But but by the same token, I can understand why they keep making certain movies over and over again. Like, all right, let's take something like The Three Musketeers. Mm-hmm. You could make that every twenty years because mm-hmm. there's a new genera- It's a great story. And right. there's a new generation right. of fans that could be introduced to it. Right. 
but it has to be a good movie and a somewhat faithful adaptation. Mm-hmm. Now, the one from the 90s that Disney put out with uh, Kiefer Sutherland and Charlie Sheen and those guys, mm-hmm. it was entertaining. It was good. Tim Curry played Cardinal Richelieu, which to me was a definite plus. Mm-hmm. 2011, they did a steampunk version of The Three Musketeers in 3D, no less. It was mm-hmm. awful. They really need not have done that one. But uh, I can't, but again, my point was I can see certain things being redone every 20 years or so mm-hmm. for the next generation. But other things should just be left alone, classic films. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What comes to mind right away, and God forbid it should ever happen, The Godfather. Yeah. I hope they never remake oh, well. that. No, no. I so. make them an offer they couldn't, they can't refuse if they try to do that. Well, that one, that would be one movie play. I might actually refuse on principle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think many would. <laughs> now, you wanted to talk, <laughs> talk about summer of '87. Well, like I said in my uh, Facebook message, that was a great summer for movies. Sure. I was thinking about that while I was waiting for you guys. And for me, the summer kicked off with Beverly Hills Cop 2 and Ernest Goes to Camp. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, it just, it just we got – every week we consistently got good movies. I mean, we got The yeah. Untouchables, Predator, um, mm-hmm. Witches of Eastwick, Full Metal Jacket, mm-hmm. Adventures in Babysitting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean – Later on in the summer, we got No Way Out with Kevin Costner. Um, at the end of the summer, we had The Big Easy with Dennis Quaid. And there were a lot of good ones in between. So, yeah. Baseballs, Robocop, Lost Boys, it's just unbelievable. Can't Buy Me Love, you know, Master of the Universe, Lethal Weapon. This is great. Avengers well, Lethal Weapon City. actually came out in the February or March. Okay. But, uh, that was that year, so. <clears throat> Good but stuff. That was a that was a great summer. So. This is a. Yeah, that's a fantastic <laughs> summer list. I'm looking at it. Right. You know, I was one thing I was thinking about. It would be easier mm-hmm. to tell you that the movies I missed that summer, the movies I didn't see at the theater, and that's yeah. a short list. The movies I did not see at the theater were. Million Dollar Mystery, North Shore, Who's That Girl, and Benji the Hunted. Oh, Benji the Hunted. I don't remember that. I remember hearing that. Yeah, they put another Benji movie out that summer, but I was still at that stage in my life where I really didn't want to see a kid's movie, so right. mm-hmm. I skipped that one. The other ones, let's see, Million Dollar Mystery stayed out for a week. Didn't get a chance mm-hmm. to say it. When I saw it a year later, I realized I didn't miss a darn thing because it stunk. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing happened with North Shore. It stayed out a week before it was gone. Um, who's that girl? I, You know, it might have been the same reason. It didn't stay out long enough. There were just mm-hmm. some movies. I just managed to miss those somehow. But mm-hmm. really, of those movies, the only one that even makes me smile a little bit is Who's That Girl? Um, it wasn't exactly awful, but it wasn't that good either. So, 
anyway, yeah. But that was, yeah. It was a special summer, you know, so. Yeah. No. Summer to live on in, in infamy in a good way. <laughs> and it's, it's, I just can hardly believe it's been 30 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Where does the time go? <laughs> Uh, you know? It goes by too fast is where it goes. Wow. <laughs> so, but, uh, George, I, dude, thanks for holding on and calling back later. I really do appreciate it. Uh, hey, it's all good. We um, we want to promote George's uh, website and his Facebook page. Um, it's movieguy247.com and movieguy247 um, on Facebook. George, tell everybody else where they can find him when they reach out to you on either your site or on Facebook. Well, hi, everybody. George Talking, also known as Movie Guy 24-7. Um, if you're a regular listener, then you know that. Um, well, I have a Facebook page. Well, actually, I have a website with a Facebook page. It's Movie Guy 24-7. Now, if you go onto the Facebook page, you're going to find a lot of fun stuff to do all related to movies. you got questions. you got um, Identify the Picture. Um, tonight I'm going to put up some movie clips and movie trailers. Um, I put up something different every day. And it's just a nice page, a fun page if you like movies. And I'd like to invite all of you to come on and check it out. And uh, if you don't mind, please like the page. I'm looking to collect those likes. I'm getting really close to 8,400. So give a guy a hand. Hey, let's get George there. Let's get him there. Movie guy, yeah, check out George's page. Good, our good friend George Rothman. George, thank you so much. Again. Yes, Chris, thank you for holding on for so long too. <laughs> oh, it's okay, guys. No worries about it. Talk to you next week. Yeah, yes, sounds yes, great. Thank good. you. All right, take care. Have a great one, guys. Give you our hellos. Give our hellos. Thank Thanks. Good man. night. We want to wrap this up tonight, everybody. We want to thank our good friend <clears throat> Michael Nice for calling in. Yes, thanks, Mike Nice, and creator of Dancing on Air. Mm-hmm. We'd be happy to have him back again. We have so much more to talk to him about. Um, we also want to give a special thank you to George Rother, who just hung up, um, our movie guy 24-7. Um, he held on while we took that other call. And I uh, want to give a sincere apology to Vincent Leone. Vin- Vinny Venom called in, our good friend from, right, from New right. York. Yes. Um, Thanks for calling in, Vinny. Sorry, we, yeah, we couldn't get in, get to you. But we'll schedule him for the next, uh, next scheduled show, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll talk to Vinny then. So in the meantime, please reach out to uh, Lily and I at Chris Kelly from 80s TV on Facebook, um, on YouTube, on Instagram. We're everywhere. And Lily specifically, you can find her at Lillian um, from Dancing on Air, Dance Party Mm -hmm. USA, or on Instagram or Twitter at star, S-T-A-R-R-R, 65. And one more thing. Right, Lil? What's that, Chris? You can always take somebody out of the 80s, but... You can't take the 80s out of anyone. That's right. Have a great week, everyone. Good night, everyone. Take care.